You're listening to Day 37 of A Little Bit of Heaven, a special study from North Richland Hills Baptist and Cross Church, focusing on the Christian hope for this life and the life to come. Here's Pastor Scott Mays. In recent days, people have expressed their sorrow for the loss of a friend or family member with the phrase, our loss is heaven's gain. Perhaps you've heard this, or you've heard even when perhaps a child passes away, the words, God needed another angel in heaven. Still another one that I've heard in recent days on social media is that God takes the best ones to heaven. Now the idea for many of us to comfort others in the midst of their loved ones who've died is a real strong urge. We've heard words such as, my son was too good for this earth, and all these statements are said in an attempt to comfort those closest to us, and it's a way to move us past our grief. Yet none of these statements are accurate. Oftentimes, when emotions run high, biblical truth is far away. In the midst of grief and sorrow, we need biblical truth underneath of us, caring and strengthening our souls. Yes, at the worst of times in our lives, we need comfort. And when we are at our lowest, we want to embrace all the truth that's possible from the lips of Jesus. So let's examine what we should say and what we shouldn't say when someone passes away. Here's some. Our loss is heaven's gain. This speaks of the worth of a dear friend or family member. In an important sense, these words speak of how valuable someone is that we've just recently lost. Yet we need to be careful. For when we say that heaven is better for the entry of someone else, we need to remember that heaven is not deficient in any way. After all, heaven has God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. And we pause and think about it carefully. Do we think that heaven is better off when any one of us enters into it? No, heaven is heaven because God is there. And we do not want to say anything or do anything that might diminish from the greatness of God. Think of Stephen for a minute, the evangelist and martyr from the book of Acts. Did you know that other than the death of Jesus, no death gets as much space in the pages of the Bible as the death of Stephen? Few of us have lived our lives centered on one eternal purpose like Stephen did. We read these words as Stephen died. The Bible says in Acts chapter 7, Behold, I see the heavens opened and the Son of Man standing at the right hand of God. When Stephen was being condemned on earth, he knew he was being commended by the true courtroom of heaven. When no one on earth spoke up for Stephen, someone in heaven did. Yet as important as it was for Stephen to enter into the presence of God, we never hear of heaven gaining by his arrival. Yes, heaven is really important. And Stephen was really important to the Lord Jesus. But we need to be careful. Here's another one. God needed another angel in heaven. No one person in anywhere in biblical history transformed into an angel. Angels are created by God. Men, women, boys, and girls do not become angels. We'll talk more about angels in the days to come, but the Bible is clear. Humans don't transform into angels. So what should we say when someone dies? How can we affirm our love for friends, family members, and even at times ourselves in grief? Well, first, oftentimes we should say very little, but simply cry with those who are hurting. Remember the friends of Job and their folly. 
They said too much, and most of what they said was but a half-truth. When God gave them their report cards, he chided all of them for their lack of truth. Yes, sometimes our words are hurtful when we tell a parent who has just lost a child, you'll have more children in the days to come. Oftentimes the best thing is just simply to say nothing and to weep with our friends. Second, when we talk about what is the best thing to say, we need to speak of the worth of the individual. Speak of their contributions to both yourself and to others. Talk about what you admired about them. Remember that every human being is made in the image of God, even those who are far away from Jesus Christ. God's image and some of his goodness can be found in nearly every one despite our sinful nature. I remember when my father passed away, I was so comforted to meet the people he worked with. They spoke about his work ethic and how much they enjoyed being around him. Here's a third item we should speak about. We should repeat the words of the Bible in times of grief. It's hard to improve on the Bible. He will wipe away every tear from their eyes, John writes in Revelation 21.4. I want to challenge you to memorize this verse, and the Lord will bring it to the forefront of your mind at the appropriate time. Here's another favorite of mine. When grief is so powerful and hope isn't nearby, it's to remind them that the Holy Spirit's praying for them. Hear the words of Paul in Romans 8, beginning in verse 26. Likewise, the Spirit helps us in our weakness. For we do not know what to pray for as we ought, but the Spirit himself intercedes for us with groanings too deep for words. When words fail us and our feeble minds are at a loss, the Spirit of God is praying for us. When we groan with grief in this life, God has the ability to interpret even our unspeakable grief and turn this into prayer. Here's one more, the last one. It's one of the sweetest verses in the Bible. 1 Corinthians 15, verse 49. Just as we've borne the image of the man of dust, we shall also bear the image of the man of heaven. What a great verse to say to those who've lost a loved one who's in Christ. You see, we really haven't understood what a human is because we haven't seen a human in eternity. When God created us in all of our glory, you just cannot imagine what this looks like. Pastor Adrian Rogers makes a helpful analogy here. Suppose that you've never seen a railroad train, and then one day you see a train wreck. You wouldn't have seen the train yet. All you would have seen is the train wreck. Look around you. You haven't seen a human being yet. All you've seen are wrecks that are here and there, and I'm one of those wrecks. We've been wrecked, scarred, and marred by sin, but one of these days, dear friend, we're going to be remade into the image of Jesus Christ. Friend, our lives are more fragile than we realize, but our hope in Christ lasts forever. 